Um, so hopefully you've got your Bible, and we're gonna we're gonna do some skipping around, but it'll all be um, there in Matthew chapter five, beginning with verse uh, seventeen. Think not that I am come to destroy the law. This is Jesus speaking now, or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Verse twenty one. Ye have heard that it was said of them of old time, Thou shalt not kill. And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to thy brother, Rekha, shall be in danger of the counsel. But whosoever shall say thy fool shall be in danger of fire. Verse 27. Ye have heard that it was said of them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. Verse 28 says, But I say unto you, That whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. Verse 31, It hath been said, Whosoever shall put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Again, I have heard that it hath been said by them of old time, Thou shalt not forswear thyself, but shalt perform unto the Lord thine oaths. Verse 37. But let your communication be yea, and nay, nay, while whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. Ye have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn him the other also. Verse 43. Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that uh, hate you, and pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be children of your Father which is in heaven. Father, I pray that you'd help us to sort through your word tonight, uh, that we might be better stewards of your word that we might consider our own self, where we stand on these laws that you have made mention of. And God, we'll trust you and, and ask you to guide us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. How much wrong uh, does a person have to do before we cease to forgive them? Uh, you know, how many times do we forgive our young'uns? Hey, every time, even now, our boys, oh, ain't they... 30s and 40s, and they say, hey, daddy, I'm sorry for something. Hey, I'm, I'm quick and ready to say it's okay. It's okay. I was probably, I'm taking a guess, I was probably in my 40s, and one of the times I went to my daddy and told him I was sorry, and he said, it's okay, I love you anyway. I love you anyway. That needs to be our attitude toward one another. Now, I'm serious. I want you to really think about this stuff tonight. Because I feel like I know there are some who do not like others. 
And you need to get over it. And whatever the problem is, you need to get it settled because you and I are going to stand before God and give an account of our life and the way we've lived it and how we have treated one another. Now, um, when I'm thinking about our household, there were four of us and it wasn't always pleasant in our household because it was not a perfect household. But we always tried to get our issues settled and to let each other know we love each other. I can call his name because he's not here. Josh is in his early 40s. Most of the time, the last thing out of his mouth when we hang up is, Daddy, I love you. I love you. I know what it means. Because he's always checking on me to see what am I doing. And when I tell him what I'm doing, he says, why? Used to, I say, what are you doing? And he'd tell me, I say, why? The roles are slowly reversing. But I'm serious. We're going to look at these things tonight that, um, that our Lord has brought to our attention out of his word. You see, Jesus took six. Now, listen to me. He took six important Old Testament laws and explained them to his followers in the light of the new life that he came to give. You notice several times he said, you have heard that it hath been said, thou shalt do this and do that. But then he said, but I say this is how you ought to do, this is how you ought to act, and this is how you need to treat one another. And I'm serious. I, you know, I'm tired of hearing bickering. I'm tired of hearing people not getting along. I'm tired of hearing I want to be in the same room with somebody because I'm real close to getting those people together. Say, okay, here's your boxing gloves. Let's get over with. I wouldn't do that, but I'm serious about calling people together. You know, we are a family. And if we can't love one another and accept each other's differences, okay, hey, Dean and I can read the same scripture and discuss it, but we may not completely agree how we interpret it, okay? God speaks to every one of us as his children, and he speaks to us in different ways. When I say different ways, you see, God knows how I need to be spoken to, okay? Lynn says many times, I tell you, but you don't listen. You know, God's the same way. I'm telling you in my word, but you're not listening. He said, you have heard that this is how we do it. But he says, I'm telling you, this is how it needs to be. Because the kingdom of God is made up of people, listen, who are saved and who love one another and can accept each other for who they are and what they are. Now, I want you to understand um, the Pharisees, they had a list. That, that's what brought this up. They had a list of external actions that were sinful. They had a list of external sins that were sinful. But Jesus said that sin came from the attitudes of the heart. I never shall forget. I will not call names. I was randomly visiting in the Earl's Grove community. And I went by to see some people who were very faithful. 
I was just making a social call. I knocked on the door. Come on in. Have a seat. I sat down. And uh, the man of the house calls his wife's name and says, she has some things she wants to talk to you about. I had no idea. She started out, she says, I'm sick and tired of hearing messages from Genesis. Okay. She was at her counter, looked like making up a cake or something. But she would look up and say that, and then she'd look down. She had a list. She said, I think you need to make up your mind if you're going to be our preacher or you're going to lay block. I think you need to make up your mind who you're going to run with and who you're not going to run with. Well, I don't know how much long she went on. I just sat there, calmly sat there. In a little bit, her husband spoke up, said, now, we don't want you to leave. Okay. I'm glad of that. I'm not sure, and, I, and it's okay if they were or they weren't, but I thought it was funny. I, um, I'm thinking maybe the personnel committee was meeting tonight. I don't know. don't matter where they were or not. But I said, I understand they're going to ask the preacher to leave. I said, what I want to do is apply for the job, you know. But... These things, these, these Pharisees made up this, these actions, okay? This is how we're going to do it. And if the folk don't do it, then we're going to put them out. They're not going to come to the synagogue no more. We, we're going to put them out. And Jesus said, listen, boys, the problem here is not what you want the people to do, but the problem is your attitude, okay? My attitude, your attitude. It's not always right. You know, what, what does this mean? Could mean most anything, couldn't it? <laughs> what does this mean? Could mean most anything. And I've seen some folk do that, just roll their eyes. I'm thinking sometimes, boy, if they lock up up there, you're going to be in trouble. Going around looking straight up all the time. Or your hands out like this all the time. What's wrong with him? I don't know. He had a spiritual stroke, I think. I don't, you know, it's our attitude. And that's what Jesus was driving home here uh, when he said what he said. Uh, he said, you have heard, and we have heard. Oh, I heard this about old so-and-so. Yeah, you've heard that, but this is how you need to handle that, okay? And so we look at love overcomes hatred. Yeah, I've heard that too before. What is hate to be around them? In fact, I can't stand to be around them. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Somebody's not saved. That's the way I see it. Somebody's not saved. They're playing the game. So we think about love that overcomes hatred. <clears throat> Verse 43 says, Ye have heard, here again, that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate the enemy. Hey, Jesus straightened that out right quick. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that despitefully use you. I mean, he made it plain. It's, that's not hard to figure out, is it? That's not hard to understand how we are to treat one another. We are to love one another. You don't have to like my ways, and I don't have to like your ways, but I got to love you, and you got to love me, and it's a, <clears throat> it's a, it's a family relationship. I appreciate y'all. I really do. 
And as I said this morning, thank you for the cards and, and, and the offerings that you gave in memory. I mean, in honor, Lord, in mercy, in memory. <laughs> Well, I knew what I wanted to say, but the tongue said, watch this. I appreciate all the, 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 the offerings that were given in honor and uh, appreciation uh, of Lynn and me. I, I know we, we know we are appreciated, okay? Uh, but again, I, I thank you for it. The tradition here was the Jews' tradition. I don't have to love that person, but the truth was from Jesus. But he said, and I say unto you. You know, they sat through all that three years of teaching, hearing him listen, but I say it this this way, and I say it that way, and this is what you need to do. I thank God for those men who heard and depended on the Holy Spirit of God to write this stuff down. It shouldn't be hard to figure out how we're to treat one another. Nowhere in in the law does it teach hatred. Nowhere in God's law. You won't find the word hatred in the Ten Commandments. You won't find the word hatred in the Beatitudes. Because it's all about serving one another and serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we think about this. the, The rabbis in those days, the rabbis in those days... Uh, they, they, it was a tradition, okay? This is what my grandpa did, and this is what my grandpa said. It's what we're going to do. If you don't like it, you go somewhere else. But then Jesus said, hey, I'm not sure your grandpa was right, but here's the way it's going to be from here on. If, if listen, if you want to have the right attitude and if you are going to follow me and if you are going to claim me as your Shepherd, as your, as your leader, uh, and th- to follow me. So, love that overcomes hatred. Secondly, is love that overwhelms hostility. Um, 44 again, but I say unto you, love your enemies. Hey, we all got them. We all got enemies. What do we do when we see them? I tell you what I do, I speak to them, I shake the hand, but then I go on. I don't have to keep company with them, but I don't want to be classified. They wouldn't even speak to me. They walk right by me. You know, I get that all the time. They walk right by me. I say, hey, I done spoke to you one time. Oh, I forgot. You forgot. We forget. The father's expectation of his children, listen, sacrifice. He says in that verse, love. It takes sacrificing to love some folk. I mean, you know, as a pastor, okay, I'm, I've, I'm learning how to love some folk because some folk require a little more attention, okay? Some folk require me getting down in front of them, okay? Some folk require a sugar tip, you understand? They, they want that and they expect you to give them that so that they will be happy. My pastor did this for me today. Well, if you go out and broadcast that, then the other one said, well, he never has done that for me. That's the way it is. Hey, you can't please everybody. Hey, our deacons, they, they meet and they try to do this and they try to do that. And, and folks say, are they not doing nothing about this? Well, 
How much praying are you doing for them guys? How much support are you giving them? You know, it's okay to write cards and letters. And by the way, we got a massive amount of care cards today. All positive stuff concerning our fall for Jesus rally. And nine out of ten of them said, let's do it again in the spring. So, I thought about this. We'll spring forward for Jesus. Okay? And uh, uh, we need to be contacting some men and uh, see who is available, who God wants to come in here uh, to preach his word. I'm thankful to the Lord that I'm not jealous of this spot. You understand? Somebody can always take my place, okay? I'm not it, by the way. I'm just here. So, the father's expectation of his children is this. Make that sacrifice. Love that person that's unlovable. Next, he says, bless. What does that mean? Speak well of one another. Speak well of one another. You never know, and I'll never know what all we go through during a week. We don't have any idea. But we've learned, some of us have learned that you don't ask somebody, how you doing? You got an hour and a half, I'll tell you. You know, hey, you're looking good. Well, I don't feel good. Had one man tell me one time, I tapped him on the shoulder, I I said, man, I'm I'm so glad to see you. Well, you're just lucky I'm here today. Well, I I feel blessed because you're here. Hey, you could have went anywhere else, but you chose to come here. Lord, get me to somebody else quick. You never know. Some ladies have a time getting their hair fixed. And you say, how you doing? Terrible. Doing terrible. <laughs> I teased Mickey. I wish she'd fix her hair on Sunday like she did the other night. She had it. I mean, it was, it was really out of sorts. I got to tell this on Sue. She was so excited this morning to see the marquee out here, the sign. I'm not positive, but somebody helped me. I think it said, if you would spend more time in my book than you do on Facebook, you'd be blessed. Signed, God. Well, Sue evidently overlooked God down there. She said, come quick. I want you to see what they got on the thing about your book. (laughs) I was excited too. And I'm reading long line of God. And I look at her. About that time, Mickey, she stepped up and took over. Everything got ironed out. You know, we, we are looking after one another. But Jesus said, hey, make that sacrifice. Love one another. Bless one another. But then in that same verse, he says, do good. You know what that means? Share. Share. Somebody doesn't have and you do, share. That same verse says, Pray with supplication, begging God. I dare you to pray this prayer. Okay, you don't have to, but I dare you to pray this prayer. Lord, this person that I can't stand, this person that I can't seem to love, would you put them in my path this week where I can get it settled? I dare you. Now, you've got to believe God, and you've got to trust God, 
because that person might not walk up and pop you on the jaws. They might be 30 foot from you and you move on over there. You know, see, we, we look for the encounter to come real easy and simple. And you've got to realize that the devil is between you and that person. Hello? He is between you and that person. He likes it like it is, but God's not happy the way it is. So I dare you pray that prayer. The Father's example toward his creation. Look what he says in 45. I think it's very interesting. We're going to read further than what we read tonight. We stopped at the word heaven, but it says, For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. And he sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. And somebody said, not just the just. Sun shines on both of us, lost and saved. God sends rain on both of us, lost and saved. A third thing, love that over, overcomes hatred, over, overwhelms hostility. But a third thing is love that overflows in prayer. In prayer, 44, down about midway, it says, pray for them. Who is them? Those, he says, who despitefully, on purpose, hatred, use you and persecute you. Pray for them. That's a big responsibility, praying for those who you know despise you those who you know they don't want to cross your path and they don't want to ask your opinion about anything everything you see needs prayer needs to be prayed over Um, Philippians 4 6 says by prayer and supplication let your request be known unto Christ let your request be known unto Christ. Why? He is the head of the church. Jesus said, I am the what? I am the rock. I am the shepherd. Upon this rock, he said to himself, he's speaking to Peter, but he was talking about himself. Upon this rock, I will build my church. He wasn't talking about the building. He was talking about gathering the people in and those people as they come in. And he said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against those who come together to love one another. Now, if we can't love, then that's part of hell that's coming in, okay? We must love. We must forgive. Hey, no, I know you won't forget it. There's a lot of things I have forgiven, but I have not forgotten it, but I don't bring it up. No reason to bring it up. All right? Let me give you a last thing. The love that has no respect. The deluding principle here, the, the, the feudal compassion. Look at verse uh, 46. And if you love them that love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans, the sinners, the lost crowd do the same? But he wants us to go that second mile. He wants us to step out of our comfort zone and be different. 
There's also a few to con- conversation. Uh, verse 47, it says, and if, ye, and if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than the others? Do they not even salute and love publicans also? In other words, you hadn't, if I love you because you love me, or you love me because I love you, what good? Hey, that's nothing. What about the enemy? What about those that talk about us? What about those that write letters and won't sign them? What about those that will do something to hinder or to trip us up, literally? And they say, oh, excuse me. Well, I'm not talking about this young ones here, y'all. I'm talking about adults. Adults that don't act right, that don't do right. Uh, you see, there's a, there's a distinct purpose here. Verse 48 says, be ye therefore perfect. What are you going to do with that? If you and I think we're Mr. and Mrs. Goody Two-Shoes, God knows where our shoes are untied. God knows where we have tied a knot in our shoelaces trying to make it last. God knows all that. And we need to get it right. We need to love one another, support one another, brag on one another. Well, that's what he says. Be therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Well, living a life, God, I don't have to please you. You don't have to please me, but I better be doing my best to please the Father. Let others see Jesus in you. We sing that song. We sing, uh, I come to the garden alone. That's where Jesus went. He went to the garden alone all by himself to pray. He set an example. Hey, go, to, go into your private place and pray, Lord, I'm going out in the community. I'm going out in public. And those that I know use me or talk about me, help me to confront them and tell them, say, hey, I love you. Don't bring up the past and say, hey, I appreciate what you're doing. Kill them with kindness. You know how you catch a rat? You give him something he loves. Bam, y'all, he's in there. Don't call people rats, though. You know, Paul said, I press toward the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ because I know there's a prize out there somewhere laid up for me. And not only for me only, he says, but all those who name the name of Jesus. What a precious name. Don't be afraid. Pray the prayer and ask God for courage. Father, thank you for the evening. Thank you for time together together. And Lord, I thank you for these that have come tonight. I pray that you bless their efforts, bless their home, bless the things that will go on in their lives tomorrow. And Lord, just help them to keep their eyes on you. Help us to walk before you, to be the example for others to follow. In Jesus' name, amen. And whatever.